that asking for help and seeking help and making use of these tools is a net positive in your life because if you can learn to do something in a year's time instead of 10, why wouldn't you? If you could achieve your goals in a year's time instead of 10, why wouldn't you? If you could grow to become the person that you want to be and have the life that you've always desired to have in one year instead of 10, why wouldn't you? Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for giving me your time and your energy out of your busy, busy schedule this week to dedicate some time for your self-growth by listening to this podcast episode, by listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It helps the podcast a lot and it literally takes only a couple of seconds. So if you could please, 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 please hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review because that helps the podcast grow immensely. Now, today's episode, I'm not entirely sure where I want to take today's episode just yet. I have a few topics in mind. I have a few ideas in my head. I have loads of thoughts that I'd like to explore. But perhaps the one that I feel more drawn to at the moment is the idea of self-help and what that means. We all know that there is a lot of emphasis on personal development. There is a lot of emphasis on self-growth, on self-help, self-improvement. But there are certain parts of it that don't get discussed as much. For example, how are you meant to self-develop when you still let your ego make most of your decisions? And what I mean by this is knowing when to seek for help and knowing when to ask for help are two great critical skills that you can use to self-improve. I know lots of people have a misconception around therapy, for example. I feel like the general consensus around therapy is the idea that you only go to therapy if you have this big thing that you need to solve. But actually, that's not true. Everyone could use with therapy. And I mean this, everyone, including me, including the most successful people in the world, everyone could benefit from therapy. You don't have to have this big thing going on to go to therapy. You could have nothing actively going on and still go to therapy and still benefit from it. And so when I think about it, 
it's ego that stops most people from growing. The same way that when you say, I already know that, that's also in a lot of ways coming from a place of ego. Because learning is always a continuous thing in our lives. We don't stop learning. We carry on learning. We're lifelong students. So when you're having conversations with your friends, your co-workers, your family, and you say the words, I already know that, you are stopping your ability to learn. You're stopping your ability to move forward and know more. And so today's episode, I just want to dedicate to speaking about self-help in the context of the tools out there that you can use to self-improve and what obstacles may be in the way of you further developing yourself. And I just spoke briefly about ego. And I'll speak about a few more in just a moment. But the first tool that I want to put emphasis on is therapy. Yes, you heard me right. I said that therapy is a tool because that's what it is. It's literally just a tool. It's nothing more, nothing less. It's a tool. And part of the problem with therapy today is the misperception that people have with it, the misconception that people have of it. That is the problem. It's most people don't understand the benefits of therapy because not long ago, mental health wasn't as mainstream as it is today and it wasn't as spoken as it is today and there was a big taboo around therapy and that apparently only people with huge problems or who are crazy or who have massive trauma go to therapy. And that's not true. Everyone can go to therapy. And more importantly, everyone can benefit from therapy. Why? Because it's a tool to help you grow. And the moment you look at it as a tool, you realize that just like any other tool in a toolbox of a mechanic, you can use it to serve different purposes and different roles in your life. So don't look at therapy in any other way other than a form of self-growth. Because really, what is the goal of therapy? There are several goals to therapy, but one of the big ones is understanding yourself better. And a lot of the times we feel like we are capable of doing it all by ourselves, but there are times where you get stuck and the only way to get unstuck is to seek for help. You can do a lot by yourself, but you can do more with others. And so when you think about therapy, think about the benefits that you gain from having someone hold up a mirror to you and help you see things differently, help you think differently. Therapy is a tool that helps you understand yourself better. And there's huge benefits, as you know, that come with increased self-awareness. So I'm hoping that we get to a point 
where we don't view therapy as something that is only for people who have huge problems or trauma. But I hope that we get to a point where we look at it as a tool that can be used by everyone and that can benefit everyone. Because that's exactly what therapy is. It's a tool that can benefit you in helping you understand yourself better. Sometimes we need someone to hold up the mirror for us. Sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes we need someone to hold that mirror up and make us think differently. Make us make sense of the past. Help us make sense of the past. And therapy is incredibly useful with that goal. Journaling. I've spoken about journaling before. I have two fully dedicated episodes to journaling. One of them was about the approaches to journaling. Another one was about the benefits of journaling. So I don't want to be repetitive with the ideas that I've said before about journaling. But what I do want to shed some light to is the idea that journaling is useful. And in a lot of ways, it's probably the best tool you have to mental clarity. I feel like sometimes the overwhelm of things that we have to process in our day-to-day lives is almost like a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because your ability to process a lot of things at the same time is without a doubt a beneficial skill to have and a beneficial trait to have. But also in a lot of ways it's a curse because I always feel like if I don't journal there is a lot going on in my mind and it's too chaotic and it's too clouded, it's too crowded, it's just too much and I need decluttering. Think about it this way. When your room is messy, and I'm talking about messy, you know, the bed's not done, you've got books laying around, you've got clothes on the floor, you know, things are just not where they're supposed to be. You want a degree of clarity and tidiness because it helps you feel more organized. It helps you feel better about the space you're in. It helps you feel more relaxed. And I think our minds are very much like that. We need to tidy up our minds to avoid that feeling of stress and anxiety, to avoid feeling like we are lost without direction, to avoid feeling like we don't know what we're doing, and to avoid feeling overwhelmed. And the only way to tidy up the room that is our mind, or one of the ways, let me not say that, let me say that again, actually, Not the only way, but one of the best ways to do that is to journal. Because when you journal, you are clearing your mind. When you journal, you're organizing your mind. When you journal, you are decluttering your mind. And when you journal, you are making sense of things as you write them down. Because... Now they're no longer thoughts in your mind. They are thoughts that you've solidified into a piece of paper or into your notes app on your phone or wherever it is or however it is that you journal. And the mental clarity that comes from it is a huge, huge benefit. 
So I always, always, always recommend that you journal. And you may not be every day. It may not be every week. It may not be every month. I don't do it as often as I would like to. But I always do it when I feel like I need to. And so have a go at it. With journaling, try it. Experiment it. See what works for you. See what doesn't work with you. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes about journaling, it doesn't have to be structured. It could be completely unstructured. It could just be a brain dump. But get your thoughts out onto the paper, onto the canvas. Get them out. And you'll find yourself reasoning a lot better, a lot quicker, a lot more efficiently. Just because you made a simple move. The act of journaling. Decluttering your mind. Life coaching. Now, it would be silly of me to speak about tools that help you grow. And not mention life coaching at all. Not just because I'm a life coach, this is beyond having a bias around it. It's just generally because the benefits of having a life coach are second to none. The benefits of having someone help you figure out your present and your future and help you make sense of the past, the the benefits are immense. We can't deny that when you need to get in shape, you hire a fitness coach with the goal of achieving your fitness goals. So why would the same concept not apply for life? If you can hire a fitness coach to help you reach your fitness goals, you can hire a life coach to help you reach your life goals. The beautiful thing about having a life coach is that you're not just working on understanding your past, you're working on understanding your present and working towards your future. You're working on overcoming obstacles, you're working on achieving your goals. And the key word is you're working. It's not being done for you, it's being done with you and by you, for you. It's being done so that you benefit from it, but you know exactly how you did it. Life coaching is beautiful because you have two people working extremely hard to achieve your goal. That two people is you and the coach. And it's beautiful when you unlock new doors in your mind, critical thinking, ways of thinking, creativity, the things that sometimes would maybe slow you down or things that you wouldn't even realize, you start realizing. The way you look at things might change and shift because you have a life coach. The benefits of a life coach are immense. And I could sit here and make a whole episode on life coaching, but then that would defeat the purpose of today's episode. And actually, it's not a bad idea. I actually might go ahead and make a fully dedicated episode to life coaching. Actually, let me write that idea down because I might just do that. But for the purpose of this episode, I just want to remind you that you have such an amazing set of tools at your disposal. Life coaching is another huge tool that you can use. You want to achieve your goals faster and more efficiently? Get a life coach. You want to 
grow in your life, get a life coach. It's so easy for us to feel like we can take it all on ourselves when actually if we just hired the right person, we'd save so much time, so much energy, so much resources. There's so much that we would save by just hiring the right person to guide you and to help you navigate life. Mentoring. Mentoring is so, so useful because a lot of the times what you want is you want to go on a journey that someone has already done and been there that they can then advise you on. You want to be able to do a journey that someone already has done. They've done it for you. Well, they've done it for them and now they are laying it down for you. So they've paved the pathway for themselves and then they've paved the pathway to you and now they can help you go up the staircase. That's mentoring, right? If you wanted to become a life coach and you wanted mentorship on how to become a life coach and how to become a good life coach, you could come to me and I could mentor you. Why? Because I'm a few steps ahead on that journey. You want to be a life coach. I already am one. I'm a few steps ahead on that journey and I can help you climb the ladder. I can help you go on the staircase because I've taken the steps. So that puts me in a position of mentoring you. And you could do the same for someone else. You could be an expert and you could have taken a journey on anything that you do in your life. Think about your day job. You could probably mentor other people to do your day job because You've taken that journey. You are taking that journey. And so that puts you in the best position possible to mentor and help others to get themselves on that journey, to navigate themselves on that journey. Again, another tool. Another tool. And this is what I'm trying to portray. You know, there's this saying that says everyone needs a life coach, a mentor and a therapist in their lives. And I've never heard anything more truer than that because the moment you realize that asking for help is not a position of weakness, it's a position of strength, is the moment you allow yourself to grow immensely. And so I want you to know that asking for help and seeking help and making use of these tools is a net positive in your life because if you can learn to do something in a year's time instead of 10, why wouldn't you? If you could achieve your goals in a year's time instead of 10, why wouldn't you? If you could grow to become the person that you want to be and have the life that you've always desired to have in one year instead of 10, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you save all that money, time, energy, and resourcing into something that is intentional, that can benefit you, that can save you from years of your life and get you the result and the goals that you seek? This is the beautiful thing about self-improvement. There's not a single way to do 
something, to learn something, to become something. There are multiple ways to it. The point is you have the tools in the toolbox. The question is, how do you want to use them? How are you going to use them? Some parts of your life are going to need this one tool or other parts of your life are going to need multiple tools. The point is, how do you get to where you want to be by making use of the tools that you have around you? I hope that you reflect on today's episode and really, really, truly think about it. You have the tools available to you. The question is, how are you going to use them? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you so much. Please share this episode with someone that you think might benefit from it. Share it with someone. They might benefit a lot more from it than what we know. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world for the podcast. And it helps us grow so much quicker. So please, 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 if you don't mind helping out, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. Thank you so much. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next.